Welcome back to Fit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. It is you. It is me. Hi, Rob. In all of my garbage glory. I was going to say, you have a cute garbage sweatshirt Thank on. You. And underneath it... Is it for the 20th anniversary or is it OG? This is for the 20th, uh, 20 years of queer tour. But nice. underneath it... <gasps> oh, it's Bob. It's my Bob shirt. I got you that. Yeah. Cute. So, hi. How you been? Good. Busy. Which yeah. is... So nice. Um, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to start. I've actually been working. Start at the beginning. Okay, well, I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's different. <laughs> okay. To say the least. Um, yeah, I was working with, I haven't didn't mention it the last episode, which was two weeks ago, but I've been working with Steven all month ah. at his agency. I'm doing the same thing I did for your agency. <laughs> so I've been double dipping. Oh, whoa, whoa. I've been a, a capture whore, <laughs> if you will. And um, yeah, I finished my uh, booking. And it was, it was, you know what? You know what they say? You know when you have that teacher in high school who you fucking hate? <laughs> You fucking hate them, but then when you graduate, you're like, that was the best teacher I ever had. Yeah. It kind of feels like that, where even though at first I was, like, overwhelmed, I didn't know what I was doing, and I had, I wasn't on par with the rest of the people there, by the end, I kind of held my own. Yeah, you grew. I grew, and I learned a lot, and I had to do a lot of, like, my own um, figuring out on how to just... Yeah, keep yeah, up. Brute how force to capture, through stuff. How to work certain, yeah, things that I've never done before. So I was like, well, you know, it was worth it in the end, and I really liked it. So nice. Looking back, it was like, you know, it was a great teaching experience, Excellent. which life is all about. And even old people like me can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then I worked with you today. Yeah, and so um, yeah, and so I got the best of both worlds. So nice. Yeah. Uh, how are you? Good, good. Just, you know, busy with E3 stuff. Um, and um, had a trailer go live, which is kind of fun. Um, you'll see it if you look on the PlayStation Store and also on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a game called Fade to Silence that just came out. And um, we did the mm-hmm. launch trailer for that, which was cut to the uh, cover of the song by the Pixies, Where's My Mind? Um, yeah, I think I did see that. And we also did like a three-minute like sort of um, explainer kind of tutorial video that kind of explains what the world is and its various gameplay mechanics. Um, nice. But yeah, so that happened. Um did you get to see Endgame yet? I'm actually going to see it tonight, the the night this podcast comes oh, out. Oh, I was like, what? It is late. That movie is three hours long. What well, are you tonight doing? as in tomorrow night as in tonight when this episode. That makes more sense now because <laughs> I was like, wow, you, you're bold. I know. You know, I had to close my ears many a times. Oh, to Yeah. I have. I still have no idea. And so, yeah, so we can't I'd be able to like dodge all you actually the avoid them. That's crazy. I have no idea. Well, because it's funny because like even the Russo brothers, like said, the official sort of embargo on You're spoilers spoil for me right now ended you? on Monday. Oh, they were like that gave people two weekends. Like we know no one can stay silent forever. Mm-hmm. So um, and also like no, I, I will not speak of spoilers. Yes. You have not seen the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer yet, right? The new Tom Holland Spider-Man trailer. It came out like yesterday. It gives spoilers, right? Big one. Okay, so that's what yesterday was my last day at Steven's company, and 
um, one of the capture artists was like, is nobody has seen Endgame in here. If you haven't seen it yet, close your ears yeah. and don't look. And yeah. I was like, okay. And so yeah. I was like, this and the best. Yeah, no, because, yeah, it it starts with spoilers. That's, yeah, yeah. so they saved me from that. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Um, yeah, well, glad that, and also even, it's funny because it starts with Tom Holland talking to the camera as Tom Holland being like, hey, if you haven't seen Endgame, don't watch this. I that That's the one part I saw and I was like, Okay, Spider-Man. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was for. Yeah. I didn't know if it was in-game, if it was like a teaser, if it was like an yeah, interview. Yeah. So, yeah. Well. So, no. Why? What were you going to say? Todd and I saw it. Oh, yes. We liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I liked it. it did it, it wrap everything up nicely with the bow? Yeah. Like, it did a really good job of, you know, kind of continuing, you know, everything and also just kind of giving us a nice conclu- conclusion to Infinity War. Yeah. Um so yeah, like that was that was fun. Um so yeah, Todd and I we saw that. And it, was, it was quite a night. We saw that and then immediately after we came home to watch The Long Night, the episode of Game of Thrones, the big battle episode. Oh god, I've watched it twice. So like we had quite the night yeah. between Endgame and that was like, all right, this is going to be nuts. It's a lot of wars you went through. It was. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, anyway, that was just, you know, yeah, we enjoyed Endgame. Um, yeah. But Game of Thrones, though, I know we don't talk about specifics and stuff, but holy shit. No, this se- I'm I'm loving this season. I know a I lot of people. too, and I don't understand what the problem is with people. I, well, I think, first off, like, there's a couple of reasons for, like, this backlash right now. First off, this show is hitting critical mass of popularity. So now it's super fun to shit on it uh, and pick Fair. it apart for, like, a coffee cup. Like, oh, you, hear, you know what? I you know, didn't see this coffee cup. Where was it? Like, it's sitting in front of Daenerys while Jon and Tormund are talking. I don't even know who Tormund is. The the wildling. Oh. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Because Lena Headley Hetty. Yeah. Headley? I think it's Heady. Heady, thank you. I don't know. Um she posted a picture of it on her Instagram. And I was like, what's with all this Starbucks talk? Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it's because there was an uh, unexpected thing. And it's funny, they've already painted it out. They've already updated it. If you watch the show now, it's not there. Okay. It's funny because Todd and I do have it DVR'd though, so we still have it. But uh, officially, like, it's not in the show anymore. It's kind of cute. It's I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Um, and like the show doesn't make a lot of mistakes like that, so yeah. it's fine. Um, anyway, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Like, not to go into any specifics or anything. Like, I'm really enjoying the season. I wonder if the person who put it there knows it's theirs and like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, it's funny. Then somebody was like, oh, you guys are all freaking out about like one Starbucks cup. Uh, when nobody made any, and we're going to go into spoilers here about like season three, uh, or two even, um, yeah, no, three, like six years ago. Yeah, people. it's a long time ago. Um, where they were like, oh, no one's talking about how Jamie Lannister. There's a shot at the at Joffrey's wedding, where he is straight up. He has both hands, and in one of those hands, he is holding a red disposable coffee cup. Oh my god. He didn't know they were filming? I'm guessing he thought his hand was going to be out of frame or that he was going to be slightly out of frame or something because, like... Wow. I mean, they didn't even have, like, the green thing or, like, they didn't have, like, the gold on his hand or the... I guess, I don't know if they do a green glove and paint it out or if they 
have him just hide his hand have the gold thing there instead i don't know but like that's a that's that's a moment when the people filming and the they give everything to the editors and yeah like do something with this and the <laughs> editors don't realize that that's in there <laughs> anyway so yeah that's like a thing but no yeah. loving game of thrones i know a lot of people are upset that like this new season's moving very fast and it doesn't really account for travel time and there's a lot of like logistical stuff. Like I yeah, know, this like, last one had a lot of weird travel situations. And I'm fine with it. It's a TV show. But they've there done it dragons. before. Yeah. So I'm like, well, they've done it before and we've, yeah, we've talked about it, but we didn't really have a problem with them. Like, well, why should I now? Yeah. And like, yeah, I know it's a short season, but I don't need an entire episode that for like a two week horse ride you know, between Winterfell and King's Landing. I don't need that. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah. We get it. Like... They fast travel now. You know, and like... And I know there's already been articles written about the episode The Long Night about how it's just poor military strategy and it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Are you watching a show about fucking dragons or not? Because get over it. Dragons and witches? Yeah, like seriously. Like, it's... You're... It's fine. Yeah. God, I want to talk about the episode. I know. But I won't. We won't. Later we will, though. But you know what? I really liked it. I did, too. And I thought the music for... There is this... Okay, so if you go on Spotify and you look up the song The Night King for the new... Uh, the season eight, it's so fucking good god i don't remember any of the music at all because i think all i could hear was like my heart beating yeah i was so excited and also did you find the episode to be too dark to watch okay so i know there was a lot of problems steven said it was because hbo doesn't stream in 4k or because the streaming's not the quality Their stream is kind of crap um i that my tv had a lot of problems with the blacks like there are like 20 different blacks, but you could tell the difference. Mm -hmm. So it was an obvious depart from each like tone. And um, yeah, it was a little distracting. I'm not going to lie. Didn't take me out of it. I liked that the episode was dark. I felt it needed to be. I know yeah. people had a problem with that, but I'm like, well, it's a fucking war at night. What do you want? Well, and the fact that you don't see stuff until it's like too late is actually really, I think, one of the scariest things about I, that. Was that. exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like, and Todd and I didn't have a problem either. Like, we set the mood. Like, yeah. Well, and like Todd and I, we made an effort. Like, we before we even knew it was going to be like a. I, mean, I guess we knew it was a battle at night, but we didn't realize it would be a dark episode. Yeah. We turned off all the lights in the apartment. Like, shut the curtains. I always like candles. Yeah, I like, make it look like yeah. We we turn off all the lights and we like lots yeah, of candles. Like we and... treat it like an event. And, like mm -hmm. we made it like a thing you want to pay attention to. Yeah. And also, like, we do have a really nice TV, so that helped. And then, but I did notice that if I fire up HBO Go between the Xbox or the PS4, we watched on the PS4, and the PS4 was way too fucking dark. Like, it was still viewable, That's but it was dark. That's what Todd told me today. Yeah, and we watched on the Xbox, and it looked fucking glorious. And so, it's, I do think there's, like, but the funny thing is, though, what on Xbox One and X, at least, uh, the Netflix app does not work color-wise. Oh. If we want to watch Netflix, we have to use the PS4 because for some reason on the Xbox, everything has this weird sort of like tan tinge to it. It's real weird. And like mm -hmm. I went looked up stuff and everyone's like, dude, the Netflix app on Xbox has been like with if you I guess if you have HDR or whatever, it's like it's been fucked up and weird for like a long time and no one's fixing it. Huh. Yeah, which is kind of odd. Yeah. 
Um, but like I said, it didn't take me out of it. I thought the episode was great. I did not mind any of the decisions made. Yeah. And I thought there, and <sighs> I think the the biggest complaint I've heard was people were like, more people should have died. Well, you know what? A lot of people died. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> so, so there's still a lot of potential in the next two episodes for everyone you care about to go away. Yeah, so calm down. Yeah. Well, George R. R. Martin himself said that if he was writing this book, which he did, but if he was finishing the book before the show, he it would literally be a, a massive graveyard. Yeah. And there would saying, be no survivors. Yeah, he was like, well, I don't really know who's going to do it, but I imagine whoever is on the Iron Throne will just be kind of like looking out over a pile of bones. Are you the one yeah, who said that? Think, is that yeah, why yeah, that I put them in so. my head? Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, at least that's what I, it was, you know, paraphrased to me. It was like, yeah, he was just like, dude, I don't okay. know. But I imagine when it happens, it's not going to be pretty. Like, yeah. there's not going to be a whole lot left. Gotcha. Well, and like, Maybe, and, yeah. But it's funny because Todd and I were talking, like, I think also one of the big backlashes about the show right now is that it's off book. Like, fully off book. And a lot of people are like, well, it's not canon. Dude, there is no canon yeah. anymore. Like, we are post canon. way past that. Yeah. Like, and when the book comes out, then you can talk about how the book is different from the show. Right now, there's nothing to compare this to. And isn't George R. R. Martin part of the... He was consulted, I, but he's not involved like he was. Not in the writing? Mm-mm. Okay. But I think he was consulted, and then they were like, but we're still, it's our show, we're doing what we want. You know, because he, I don't think he had an ending for them, so they kind of right. did something. It'd be difficult. Like, and at this point, no matter how you end a show, people are going to be sad. It's going to be 50% like it, 50% don't, and yeah. oh well. Yeah. Too bad the 50% who don't are louder. Yeah. Those that did are like, that was nice. Yeah. That was a good show. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I don't care. I've been digging the last. I liked all three episodes so far. So, four or four episodes. Yeah, I've liked them all. Yeah, as have I. Yeah. Um. What else has happened? Passover and Easter happened. My family celebrated both. Yeah. So that was a, a thing that happened. I didn't celebrate either. Oh, but I did, in my own way, celebrate Beltane, which is like the Wiccan holiday. Oh. Witchcraft. It's old. Old. Took a ritual bath. And then um, Keith, um, my old roommate, he celebrates Walpurgis, which is kind of like also based in witchcraft, which is part of Beltane. It's it's different. It's but similar. So, so we we had our own moments. Well, one of the most important holidays just happened. Uh, to many, it is Star Wars Day. Oh yeah. But to me, it is my dog's birthday. Oh. Braddock. Braddock turned 13. She's Cute. my little old lady, my little teenager. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that happened. But also, like, along the same lines what? of... What? Go ahead. I was going to say, what's 13 times 7? Old. <laughs> <laughs> Real fucking What's old. 70 plus 21? 91. Oh, damn. She tired. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> she's tired. She's old. Um. But, like, speaking of Star Wars, though, um, Todd actually got reservations for us for Star Wars Land at Disneyland. That's so dope. I'm so excited. Why do I have not have any interest in it whatsoever? Well, so I'm excited to go, and then I'm no, I'll be excited it'll be to great. Leave. Yeah, you know, I'm very curious. I'm not because I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I love super high tech theme park stuff. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, like I can't wait to just I can't wait to do this. I think it's yeah. the interactive ride is the one that they have, and it's so, like I really want to know how that's going to work. Like I'm really very curious about just. 
the logistics of how this thing's going to work. Well, I was saying earlier today, I was like, if that Millennium Falcon ride is anything like Star Tours, I would just throw up all over the place. Oh, do you have motion ride that issues? Last time I went on Star Tours was probably four years ago because I just cannot go on it. I had my head between my legs with my ears. I could not focus. I was so on the verge of barfing all oh, over no. everyone that I was like, this is the last time I shall ever experience this ride. And it's going to be an awful experience because I used to love Star Wars. And because of like, you know, the meds I'm on, hormones, it just Aww. does not work. I didn't realize. Yeah, because I get motion sickness so fast. Even like an Uber ride in the back seat, well, I, I have to like have my head out the window and just like. I get focus. motion sick in cars actually very easily. Yeah. But like. That didn't bother you though. And Harry Potter at um, Universal Studios didn't bother me as much. Now that it's not 3D, it's yeah. better. When it was 3D, I got a little. Got sick. Like, I, well, not sick, but I'd feel woozy afterwards. Just a little, you know, a little queasy. Nothing nothing terrible. Yeah. But, like, I remember, you know, when we were done, I was like, I think I need a break. Just for, I need a break for a little bit. Like, yeah. we need to, we need to just take a break. Pickle juice is my favorite thing. Oh, pickle juice. Like, like I hate pickles, so pickle juice is Oh, like, my God, Steven hates pickles, too. I just like, learned that tonight. Uh, And they're so overpowering. That's the biggest problem is, like, if they get involved or touch anything, Congratulations! That thing might as well be a pickle. It's it smells the like one. Yeah, it smells like one. It tastes like one. It, it is a pickle now. Like it doesn't matter what it was. Was it a sandwich? Cool. Now it's a one pickle. <laughs> I love that. Like it's just it's ruined. <laughs> um, God, I love pickles. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So um, in like early June, we're going to Star Wars Land. So I'm very that's dope. Curious. You'll have to um, report. I'm sure he will Instagram story the fuck out of it. Yeah. To th- uh, Which some- is, I'm glad, because, you know, I'm not going to, so yeah. someone has to. Well, you're going to have to report on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can do that. Yes. Thank you. And hopefully on the Instas, which I cannot count on you for. <laughs> maybe. That's fine. Maybe I'll be better about, maybe I'll do Instagram stories from the bit different account instead of from mine. That'll be easier. Mm, sure you will. <laughs> I'll- Remind Todd, because okay. Todd will force me to do it, and it'll be good. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, Something I didn't get to do, I wanted to go to the Bren... The Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Well, you can go, and then Stephen and I plan to go, and it just, it's busy. It's C3 season. We're, it it is nice. here at, like, the worst possible time. Yeah, and it's it was the last weekend we could both go anyway, mm. so I was like, well, it's for the best. Besides, mm. I should be saving my money, not spending it. And But I have watched um, most of season two of Sabrina. Hmm. Hmm. You haven't watched it. I haven't right? started season one. Rob, what? I thought you loved shit like that. I don't know if I do. Oh, okay. Well, it's well no, I, cause I've never good. watched. I never watched Riverdale. Season two is good. Yeah, because I'm not a Riverdale guy. I've never seen Sabrina. It's very campy. Yeah, I mean, I like. It's the theme of this year's Met Gala. I like what's her face, uh, Kieran and Shipka. Ah, uh huh. But I. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's campy. I've heard good things. I think you'll like it. It, look, it looks It's cute. for the gays. And the first episode. We know a gay who writes for it. Really? Yeah. Well, the first episode of season two is literally all about um, non-conforming gender roles. Oh. And 
it happens with every character in season the first episode of season two, and it's kind of a continuing thing now for this season. It was so good, and I'm really amazed that not I haven't read anything about it. Yeah, for because for being like so woke about it's, stuff, it's not no one's talking about it's it. It's really in your face. Too, well, about it. I guess that's the problem. No one wants to say anything when it's good, but when people don't like something, they'll be the first to scream about it. Right, and then I was saying because Stephen and I we watched it, and I was like. Well, what if this is the new normal and we just don't have to talk about it because it's really what's happening? Now, even if people are talking, the people who hate the fact that there was a coffee cup on Game of Thrones are going to scream so loud that any progress that has ever been made will be drowned out by just inane. Right. Like, seriously, and the fact that they even got rid of this already, like, there was an article saying, like, oh, they got rid of the coffee cup. The subheadline was, like, the meme we all enjoyed for 24 hours. <laughs> like, seriously, it's Tuesday, and it has already been removed from the show. Yeah, get over it. It took a day for them to fix it. That's it. It's over. The joke <laughs> is done. Like, if anyone talks about the coffee cup that was born after this point, they're going to be like, what? So you're telling me there was a cup on the show, but like there's not now. So and, who fucking cares? All we have are these. <laughs> all we have are these blurry Twitter pictures of it, but nothing else. Yeah, Dad. Good story. Now, if they put the coffee cup in the beginning opening titles and that ring that goes around, <laughs> then that's the business right there. Then <laughs> that's something to talk about. <laughs> uh. As I sound like an old person where I'm like, everybody's dumb and I hate them. That's going to be on SNL. That <laughs> oh, <cup. laughs> it's going to be there. Yeah. Probably, like, at least they won't do an entire episode or sketch about it, probably. But I imagine they'll just cut away to, like, this <laughs> coffee cup. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm pretty sure that it. coffee cup must have a Twitter account already. Someone must have started, like, Game of Thrones coffee cup. Like It's, it's got to be better than that, though. Game or, of no, it's or like no. Starbucks coffee cup. I don't know. Someone will figure out something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else before we... No. You, okay, well, what are you playing? Well, Mortal Kombat 11 came out. Oh, my God. It and looks so epic. I've been playing that. Um, I hear I finished, it's the best story. I finished story so mode. Far. Um, so it's my number ninth finished game for the year because I finished story Congratulations. mode. Um, it's super fun. Um, like, it's weird. I don't know if I find it that rewarding as a fighting game, like talking strategy and like but it's gotten like the best reviews of any fighting game really? ever let's out well okay um i know about that but like it's <laughs> it's it's fun though ever I have, i'm having a good time um and uh seriously like dude i i know he was my crush of the week before and i want him to be my crush of the fucking week again because kano dude he's like when you actually get to like see him as a character and at one point there's like two of them on screen at once i've seen that and it's just like oh look at you kano's being handsome like seriously like he's he's very hot but uh anyway um he's also really funny and very brash so that's cool so not johnny cage no he's an ass but he's a hot ass it's really but he's so cheesy yeah. You know, he's and, Hollywood. And Kano is just kind of like, you know, evil and Australian, mm-hmm. which is like and he's and he's hairy, which is like crazy. Todd was commenting on his chest hair. He's like, that looks real. Like it's crazy. Fuzzy wuzzy. So fuzzy. Cute. Um so yeah, anyway, yeah. So Mortal Kombat, I'm having a really good time with it. Um I know they're trying to fix their economy right now when it comes to like the crypt. Um and uh hopefully they do. 
but like Mm -hmm. i'm having fun the grind is going to be intense to unlock more stuff and i do not like that you have to unlock additional fatalities in the crypt in the crypt ah oh like that sucks even if you even i think even if you know the commands it just won't work they won't do with them i think i can look it up and see but or i guess i could try it yeah but um i i believe the only way to get like any of the weird sort of stuff that they do um is all in the crypt which is a little annoying but it's still fun um but it definitely feels like one of those like hey well i got you know five minutes i'll play mortal Kombat. how many characters are there like 35 no it's way less than that i want to say it's i want to say less than 35 i want to say it's like 18 or 20 total yeah i believe so just type in how many characters in mortal Kombat 11 good at all (laughs) Well, I mean, of course, you know, they've already released Shao Kahn as an add-on um, that you can buy if, or you got them for free if you pre-ordered. And then there are four more in the combat pack or whatever, which, like, there'll be four DLC characters. Mm-hmm. Um, did you type in that actual question? If you just do that. Okay. Uh, initial roster for Mortal Kombat 11 will feature 25 playable 25? characters. Wow. Seems like way more than I thought. Um, but it says initial roster, so I'm guessing well, there'll be DLCs. And... Well, we know the others: Shao Kahn, and then there's four in the combat pack. Yeah, so there'll probably be about forty. Yeah, they've done a couple. Yeah, you just really do like what, two or three combat packs. So, anywho, yeah, like cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and then right now though, I'm actually playing a lot of Days Gone. Oh my god, I've heard so much good stuff about days gone it's weird like i wasn't enjoying it all that much for a while it felt like a very by the numbers kind of open world game and like you know as much as i say like spider-man did all the open world stuff that we kind of know and expect but it did it so well that it felt so fresh and new yeah this game is not doing that it does not make everything feel fresh and new but like i'm having fun like it just feels like every other video game but i'm that's not bad i play video games for a reason and so I'm actually really enjoying that. Um, characters are cool. Story's all right. Um, I just started encountering actual, like, hordes of the Freakers. Because it used to be, like, I was a little disappointed for a while because I was like, I'm seeing, like, six Freakers at once at, like, most. Tops. Yeah, like, that's, and they're not even together. They're, like, separated. Yeah. I was like, this, it's not very concentrated. And, like, you know, the E3 demo gave you this tidal wave of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where is that like and the game has slowly started increasing the numbers to now there's like a solid like i've seen a good train of them and i think i'm about to get to the point where they start like truly like flooding um so i'm actually really excited about that i'm having a lot of fun with that game now nice. like the longer i've been playing the more i'm enjoying it yeah i hear it's here it's pretty cool yeah that's all i've been playing though apparently if you leave your bicycle or your motorbike to go find parts for it or gas or whatever you can come back to it and somebody will be dismantling it for that, parts. That hasn't happened to me yet, but I'd be super pissed and I <laughs> So watch out. Don't leave your bike out of sight. Um that's yeah, well I'm a little worried about that now. Because <laughs> I, I tend to park really far away so I can come in like super silent because the motorcycles are loud. Yeah. And so like I tend to park way far away so I can sneak into whatever I'm trying to take out, whether it be freakers or rippers or marauders or bleh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you know. It could be your bikes. No. Once bitten. <laughs> so uh, what have you been playing? Um, well, there are games I want to play. Uh, oh, but yeah, With all the work, you haven't been playing a lot, have you? 
Well, you know, I don't, it's not because of the work, because, like, honestly, I can't say I have not, I've, I've been working, like, regular work days, but I'm not used to working in so many days, you know? Yeah. So, um, I haven't really been, and plus, because all I'm doing every day for work is playing video games. Well, that's what I was implying. I was like, you're doing oh, yeah, video yeah, game stuff yeah, all yeah, day, yeah, so yeah. you don't want to do video games when you get home. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, that's basically what the problem is, is I'm gaming all day for nine hours a day, and then I don't want to go home and game more, so... I haven't been playing anything, but I did play Overwatch with you. Yeah, we did play some Overwatch. <laughs> and Steven. Yep. And Travis. Ed Jericho. And Travis, my brother, oh, who Travis. was a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a good time. He's going to listen to this, so we get to, we can talk about him all we want. <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> and disorderly. And disorderly. And... <laughs> He probably said Ed's name about 500 times. Oh, Ed did often save the day and almost always got play of the game. I mean, it was justified for him to You know what yell the funny part Ed. is? Because the next day, Steven and I got on to play on Sunday. Yeah. And Ed was like, he, he came on to play with us. And he was like, you know what? I didn't realize my mic was off that second half of the entire time we were playing. Because every time I would say something... Y'all would respond as if you were hearing me, but it was off the entire time. And I was like, oh my God, you would have saved us a lot of screaming and a lot of ads if you would have just turned your fucking mic on. <laughs> oh my God. So Travis, there's your answer. Wow. Even though he, tra- Travis can't even remember what happened that night. But yeah. <laughs> Well, all the time he'd be like, where are you, Rob? And I'd be like, I'm right next to you. <laughs> You're not loud enough. My drunk yeah. ears can't hear you. Like, but yeah, it's funny because he was like, Bastion better do this. Who's Bastion? I'd be like, I am. Rob, you are? Yes. Bastion's <laughs> one of my better characters. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Anywho. Um, um, that was fun. It was it was a hot mess, but it was fun. Well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of hot messes, the Xbox Live, uh, Xbox Live Gold Games with Gold for the month of May, kind of a hot mess. Really? Some stuff I've never heard of. I think a game literally called Marauders that I'd never heard of. And um Marauders. Some game called I think Outcast. Wait, Marauders sounds familiar to me for some reason. And then uh the three sixty game that's backward compatible that's free is the first uh Earth Defense Force game that came to America. Okay. And um I wanna say the second half of the month is not much better it's kind of it's a weird mishmash of of games this month like normally there's a little bit more of a more of a more of a game that's worthy of spotlight yeah you know but meanwhile like playstation plus this month has got some cool stuff for ps4 what they got um well they have what remains of edith finch okay which is very good especially if you want steven just played through that and he really liked it it's good it's like four or five hours no it's like 90 minutes it's like a movie oh I mean, okay. maybe, maybe longer if you take your time, but like I played, no, yeah, you're right. He's probably I, did it in three hours. Yeah, I played through it, and it was pretty feature length. Um, gotcha. I did it in one sitting. I really liked it a lot. Um, so yeah, that that game's really good, and um, like party favorite and crowd pleaser, Overcooked is oh. free for PlayStation Plus members. One or two. One. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. So like, this is like 
you know, often I'm like gently pushing people here to like Overcooked go is get your the free best games. party game ever. Yeah. Overcooked is worth every penny at $20. This game is absolutely just spectacular that it's free right now. So go get it. It's so good. We play it at almost every party. Um, well, it's free because they want you to buy part two. Oh, yeah. Or the, <laughs> or the DLC for, yeah. for Overcooked. Um, but really, it's also I think the more people play it, the more people will buy Overcooked 3 when it comes out. Because it is a game that is worthy, uh, is a franchise that is worthy of your attention. It is so good. It's really good. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I vouch for that. It's it's a really fun party game. It's better than I think because I find Mario Party. I'm sorry for all you diehards. Boring AF. Yeah, Mario Party is not. Mario Party is not for adults. It's for kids who are cool playing a game, realizing that whoever wins is completely up to chance. It's awful. Yeah. Mario Party. I, I get the games are fun, but like the overall frantic. game is not. Yeah. Overcooked is frantic and crazy and fun and... And it demands cooperation. Yes, it does. And what what's John's famous saying? Chop the lettuce. Chop the lettuce. And you have to chop the lettuce. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Go yeah. get that one. Overcooked. Totally worth it. Go get it. Nice. Um. So, is it time for us to learn? Yes. The... Word of the week <laughs> is Exodus. Exodus. Um, all right. Well, an Exodus is, uh, um, I don't know if it's required to be a massive migration outward from somewhere, but I want to say it's like a group migration out from a, a location. Yeah. You got or like it. an exile almost. Yeah. A going out, a departure or immigration, usually of a large number of people. Ah, so I thought it had to do with, with quantity, but I guess it could apply to a single person, but not typically. Yeah. Well, usually they say like a mass exodus, right? Yeah, I think you often hear mass exodus. Yeah. But um, the reason I chose that word is because of... Metro exodus. Metro exodus. So now we know what a fucking exodus is and why you have to exodus the metro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Um, is it time for the vinyl frontier? That it is. Um, well, um, last time was the big vinyl frontier. This one's a little bit smaller. Um, just arrived today, though. The soundtracks to Resident Evil 1 and 2 from Laced Records. Uh, John at work and friend, of course, John, was mm -hmm. freaking out. Chop the lettuce, John. Chop the lettuce, John, was freaking out because he loves the soundtrack to Resident Evil 2. And apparently, if you are playing Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation 4, uh, he feels very strongly that you should invest in the DLC that's like five bucks that gives you the um, retro soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. And I strongly recommend that you put, pay down the, like, what, $3.99 or $4.99 for the, uh, all the perks that it gives you if you have, like, a perfect playthrough. Okay. Which include either a handgun, shotgun, rifle, or rocket launcher at any given time. With unlimited ammo. Okay. It makes for a very not scary but very fun kind of game because uh, you can just shoot everyone and not worry at all. Nice. It's fun. Um, anyway, so the, uh, those two soundtracks arrived today. And then just um, this is not anything that arrived today and it's not even video gamey, but I'm really excited about it because these are two albums that um, I'm excited to own someday. Um, Mark Ronson, his new album, finally has a release date. It's coming out towards the end of June. Um, the single, the lead single off of it was uh, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart featuring Miley Cyrus. 
Okay. Um, Your favorite. It's that song is so good. It is absolutely incredible. And yeah, she is a crazy talent. Um, and then uh, he had another song called uh, Late Night Feelings with Licky Lee, which is very good as well. Um, and I believe the entire album are heartbreak songs with female vocalists. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It comes out late June. Also coming out in late June, though, Kylie Minogue has a double disc greatest hits release coming out. Um, it's nothing I don't already have, probably, but oh I'm gosh. still so fucking excited. It has one new song on it. It's a tribute to New York. Uh, it's already been released. Uh, for listening but um dude a double disc kylie greatest hits that's awesome she's uh, had so many hits throughout the decades well especially worldwide like yeah. in america yeah we can only start to appreciate the tip of that five foot tall iceberg yeah like but like the rest of the world she's massive why is that iceberg only five feet tall because that's how tall she is yeah, she's not even that tall. Or is she 4'11"? She's or 4'10"? She's 4'9", I no, think. No, I thought she was 5 feet. I thought she was like an even 5. No, I think she's shorter well, than she's that. She's teeny tiny. She's melting. She's melting. This, this, she's a melting <laughs> ice cap. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I do love me some Kylie Minogue greatest hits. Right? Like, seriously. of like I know Madonna has a new album coming out, but I'm more excited about a greatest hits album from Kylie. My favorite song by Kylie is Please Stay, which was from her... I don't know the name of the, the album, but it was with um, Your Disco, and it wasn't released in the U.S. until after. Oh, so it's pre-Fever. Yeah, it's but, pre-Fever. Oh, I don't remember what that one's called. I forget now, too. Oh. But um, it's it, it, was, it was one. It wasn't Impossible Princess that came after. I don't know. I get confused. Well, because it goes like, no, because it wouldn't come after, because I know all the American, or all the ones that came out in America. So it goes like okay. Fever. Body Language, X, mm. Aphrodite. X is so good. X is really good. X is so fucking good. Body Language is my favorite uh, of hers. Like, And I love that the song Slow, which is so good, uh, was written by Emiliana Torini, the woman who sang the Gollum song at the end of Two oh. Towers. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, and she sounds kind of Bjorky. Yeah. She actually is Icelandic. We and, all thought she was Bjork. Yeah, when all of Emiliana Torini's albums, by the way, are incredible. Like, she has a couple albums on her own, and, like, her first one sounds like, I'm trying to be Bjork, and it's great. And then the rest of her, she goes super folky, and it's really cool. Speaking of well, then she gets more Icelandic, Isley, my, yes. my girl scout, my home girl, my adventure buddy, she moved to Iceland for a job, and so she's gone. That's all. That's not wow. what I want to say a tribute to that. <laughs> well, last time we talked, we knew she was going. So it is happening. I know. So I miss her. That's crazy. But, well, um, anyway, but that was the end of the Vinyl Frontier. Now we had a little Wait, no, it's moment. not the end because I have... Um, a, you do. Because I don't have a graphic jam. I plan on next week, by next week, to review Board Kids, ah. which is Nick's book. So I hope, I, fingers crossed, I'll get through that, which I should be able to. <laughs> Um, I read the first page and I loved it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> so far, a smashing success, Nick. It's, it's fantastic. And um, so again, I'm going to plug in that you need to listen to The Night King on the Game of Thrones season eight soundtrack. Yes. Because it's just a beautiful piece of artwork. <laughs> uh, but there is a soundtrack or not a soundtrack, but a compilation called for the throne which is a 
kind of all-star compilation of Game of Thrones, like, inspired by songs. Mm. I don't like it. I think it's awful, actually. The first song, um, Kingdom of One, is actually pretty good by Marin Morris, who I, I don't know who she is, but they have people on here like the Lumieres, Ellie Goulding, um, Ex-Ambassadors, Jacob Banks, The National, James Arthur. Uh, Are these actually inspired by Game of Thrones, or is it just like, oh, I made a Game of Thrones kind of playlist of music that I thought of? No, no, no. They're inspired. They're new songs oh, that got it. the artists wrote inspired oh, by Game of Thrones. Oh, got it. Yeah. Oof. Chloe and Holly, um, Mumford and Sons, which I haven't listened to that one yet. Matt Bellamy. I hate Mumford and Sons. They've, I, I love their first two albums, but since then I don't haven't really cared for them. Matt Bellamy has a solo track? Yeah, called Prey, High he, Valerian. He's the lead singer of Muse. Oh, well, there it is. So he has a solo track, huh? Yeah, so it's called For the Throne. I haven't listened to all of them. I've gone all the way to um, Ro- Rosalia. Rosalia. I don't know who she is. But anyway, I, I'm not a fan of this, but whatever. So you're recommending something you don't like so far. Because it's all Game of Thrones inspired stuff. Okay. All right. And I think people should listen to it if they like it. Okay. That sort of thing. Got it. But I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think your audio recommendation was equivalent of, this smells bad. Here, smell it. Or this tastes bad. Here, try it. Have a pickle, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go. A nice big juicy one for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whatever, I didn't like it. But I'm sure people will like it. I think I have a weird taste in music, though. So, Um, yeah. And um, news. Go for it. (laughs) Um, All right. So, uh, coming to mobile, like, new announcements I just read. Like, so some games that people love are coming to mobile. Um, Dead Cells is coming to to mobile this summer. Okay. I'm curious how that'll be, just because I feel like I wouldn't be able to control it as closely as I would need to, because that game is pretty hard. But um, I don't know. I'm curious how that'll go because I love Dead Cells and it, yeah. I could be a th- it could be a third system I buy it on because I have it on that uh, Switch and PS4. Um, and Apex Legends apparently uh, there's no date I don't think, but they've kind of uh, I think today they announced that it would be coming to mobile. Starting to fall off the grid, huh? Mm. Yeah, Apex Legends not doing so well lately. Is it? Oh, I thought it was doing okay. I mean, it's doing okay, but they're losing. Um, well, when you are that hot of a yeah. thing, you can't keep that up forever unless you are Fortnite and even Fortnite seeing, you know. Yeah, well, thanks to Apex. Yeah. Yeah. They're seeing drops numbers, but yeah, not, I guess not super aggressive ones. Like they're holding pretty steady. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. So I don't know if you saw this, but um, today, did you see that Disney released their like loose release calendar for the next like six years? No. Oh my God. I missed it. Like. I'll try to go fast on this because, like, it's otherwise this is like a long list. Yeah, to your faves. But like, it's crazy. Um, so they list off all the stuff that's happening like in the next you know year, which the stuff we know about, like Aladdin, Dark Phoenix, Toy Story Four, The Lion King, uh, Maleficent Two, Frozen Two, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Um, we knew all about those. Yeah. And then like next year we have a Kingsman movie, um, which they we kind of knew about. Mulan live action, The New Mutants is coming, a Marvel movie that they haven't said what it is yet, um, a Pixar movie that they haven't announced yet, the Bob's Burgers movie. I didn't know that. Okay. 
the Jungle Cruise movie, uh, another Marvel movie that they haven't announced, another Disney animation movie that is untitled, the West Side Story remake, and then the Cruella live action movie with Emma Stone. But then, like, okay, at that point, it just gets. I didn't know about all those. Cra- it gets crazy though. In 2021, there are one, two, three Marvel movies scheduled. They don't have names for any of these though. Um, Disney live action. In 2021, there will be one, two, three, four Disney live-action movies in 2021. Um, And one Pixar movie, one Disney animation movie, an Indiana Jones movie. Oh, fuck yes. And Avatar 2. I just rewatched The the Last Crusade, and it is amazing. I saw that uh, over the weekend on Paramount Channel. Did you? Yeah. I love that movie. Um, And, like, seriously, it just gets crazier. In 2022, there are one, two, three, three Marvel movies, two Pixar movies, one Disney animation movie, two, three, four... Four Disney live action movies. And but where's the hand drawn classic animation? Well, it just says Disney animation, so we don't know if that's CG or not. It's of course it's CG. Yeah. But the we... last hand drawn one they did was Princess and the Frog. And how long ago was that? It was a long time ago. Um, and even then, it'd been a long time before they'd done one that was all hand drawn before that. Even um, yeah, twenty twenty three Avatar three, twenty twenty four Star Wars, twenty twenty five Avatar four, twenty twenty six Star Wars, twenty twenty seven avatar five so like they've released at least a handful of stuff but like it's not their days their years where there's like what three four marvel movies and three or four disney live action adaptations and like you know it's an indiana jones movie four more avatars like it's crazy isn't it weird to think that is like bob's burgers hand-drawn or is it all like i i don't know like the problem is even hand-drawn shows are cg now like even like the simpsons is very cg now i was gonna say isn't it weird to know that like people born in the last like 10 years have probably never seen a hand-drawn show that's pretty crazy well i mean i wonder if there must be something on cartoon network or something that's hand-drawn yeah like but still it's It's just cheaper to do it you're not seeing any movies yeah like there's no secret of nim there's no you know disney animated classics right now that are i mean at least we do have the past yeah but Don Bluth is trying to do that Dragon's Lair. I don't mm. know if it'll ever happen, but they would have to rewrite Daphne so she's not such a ditz or a hoe. Yeah, like because she is not uh, an aspirational character for women. No, she's not. No, but she looks fabulous. She does. But... I'd wear that outfit if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like the uh... to the Met Gala. I think it's almost like a it's like what a semi sheer thing outside of like shares swimsuit thing from if she could turn back time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty oh, I much that. yes and a, and a crown and a little crown <laughs> that somehow sits on the top of her head <laughs> during all her oohs and moving around and posing <laughs> the key over there, over there by the dragon <laughs> <laughs> oh my god rob i played that cast game recently. you as daphne oh my god seriously i'd be so great Just, ooh. 
Ooh. <laughs> Go get the key by the dragon. I wish you could all yeah, see these hand gestures. If only this was a visual medium, but I hope my voice communicated the level of gestures and general body wave unus that was going on there. <laughs> it, it is like she's constantly trying to like escape something. She's very like oozy and wavy. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's like, water. well, she's in like a crystal ball at the time. Yeah, it's true. But still, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh my god TVD news uh yeah there was a riot walkout okay i will cross it off my list tell me about it it um has to do with the the uh, oh, uh the forest arbitration, arbitration. Yeah. yeah i was like <laughs> arbitration and um they're trying to fight against it the workers are like we shouldn't have to deal to the deal with these antiquated standards of how a business should handle their um internal problems mm-hmm one, they've been having some problems right now with like a lot of women speaking out. Right. So there was a walkout. It was about two hours long. Apparently it ended very peacefully and talked people. They talked through it. And um, hopefully this will be the beginning of a better riot. So that happened. Oh, my God. It was a quiet riot. It was a quiet riot. Oh my god, Rob, you should be writing, like, copy. Zinger headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Great, we found my new calling. I'm going to write zinger headlines. <laughs> like, a solid day after it happens, though. I need time. <laughs> hey, it was good. It worked out. It was All worth right. it. We'll Hashtag quiet riot. <laughs> um, and Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. That happened. <laughs> that happened, and we're all real scared. Well, and you heard of how that turned out, though, right? So apparently the director is like, um, because of the backlash of what the fans thought about the film or the trailer, they're reanimating and redesigning Sonic for the entire film. Yeah, it that doesn't seem like a plausible producing possibility, but... You know what? I guess it is CG, so um, I suppose... Maybe it's not as hard as we think. I suppose if they're able to update the body, I mean, the renders will take forever, even if that, even if they're what you could just kind of quickly just do it. stretch the animation. But like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if they can fire up enough CG companies to work simultaneously, they can get this thing done. And like, as long as they have a master model that they can send out, they might be able to use the same sort of... I can't use the same rigging, but like they could probably use some of the same animations and stuff. Just yeah. update the model. They'll have to change all, if he interacts with anybody. Yeah. Um. But it's it is interesting to think about. Like that movie comes out in six months. Yeah. I think I think the bigger problem with this movie is the writing sucks. Okay. <laughs> I like so that. Yeah. I I'm not thrilled by what I've seen from the trailer. Uh. I'm very curious, but like I don't know if I'm curious enough to go see it. I like, love this Jim feels Carrey. Like a, this feels like an HBO watch at home oh, or yeah. like have people over and like yeah. get wasted and then watch. Yeah. Like it might be that kind of a movie. I love Jim Carrey. I think, yes, he could play Dr. Bo- Robotnik. And yes, he clearly needs to pay someone something. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, he, he owes somebody money. That was a weird way for me to say that. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, like, huh? Or he wants another house. You know, I think he could play. I think you know he, he this character is kind of like that Ace Ventura y kind of um, liar he's, liar. He's certainly playing it that way. He's playing his old school, which I think is great. However, the writing is not good. 
So it doesn't matter how funny he makes his character or how like how um uh, retro it is. If the writing's not good, it's not the delivery is just gonna suck no matter what. And that's the problem. His jokes were not funny. They didn't land for me. And the whole time I was watching this trailer, I was just like, what the fuck? Well, it's like, uh, and I saw a really funny tweet where I had a picture of, like, from the hood of the car of, like, uh, James Marsden riding in the car with Sonic. And then next to it was another photo of him riding in the car with a cartoon rabbit when that was, he was in a movie where he had, I guess, a partner who was a cartoon rabbit. I I vaguely remember, but I don't remember what it was called. Okay, and some like the caption was just like, "Dude, some development executive has like some photos of this guy or something." Like, you know, someone knows some some dirt, yeah, on him because these are two questionable choices for somebody who probably could do better roles. Yeah, he had such a great career. What the fuck happened? Right. I mean, well, and he's on Westworld. He's not. I mean, in Sonic, I'm not saying in Sonic is a bad choice because, of course, it's going to make a lot of money. It's going to be awful, <laughs> which we all know. But um, so, yeah, fine. I get it. I get why you choose Sonic, but it looks bad. Oh, God, that, the, the jokes. I cannot with these jokes. Um, and even that CG moment where all the missiles are about to hit him and he's like, oh, I did 9 million steps today. I want to fucking fart. That's so bad. It's awful. Oh, he was in Cats and Dogs. So maybe that was it. Oh, no. There was a movie called Hop. Oh, yeah, Hop. I remember that. I didn't yep. see it, though. But he's, yeah. in, he's in that. Yeah, no. I gotcha. Um, I hate to shit on a movie before I see it, because that's typically not my nature. But Sonic is kind of like an icon. and. They should have just brought back the cartoon. <laughs> That's how I'm going to say. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, it's funny, because I didn't even know the cartoon was good, but I was talking to somebody, and they're like, dude, the cartoon was great. The cartoon was great. And, and I didn't know that. There different versions of it. There was, like, different They did a types. few. Yeah, Sonic yeah. and Friends, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic and Tails, yeah. or whatever it was, so... Well, yeah. here's hoping that the improvement on the character model helps, but... Still, oh. yeah. I like I said. I I think that will help the visual aspect, but not the comedic. Yeah, it's not going to fix its yeah, structural value. problems. It's bones. It's bones. Um. Well, uh, looks like there's going to be a Ghost Recon event on Thursday. Um. Don't know exactly what they're going to reveal yet. I don't think, but um, okay. it's like 11:30 a.m. Cool. on Thursday. Nice. Um. So that was kind of neat. Um, so the the next four games that have entered the video game Hall of Fame have been announced. Yeah. Oh, I know. Go for it. Um, it is Mortal Kombat 1, Super Mario Kart. Yes. A 1975 text adventure called Colossal Cave Adventure. And my most favorite. Microsoft Solitaire. Because we've all played that oh, 100,000 hours. We've all played it a bunch because <laughs> you want to see that thing where all the cards come down and leave the trail behind them. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want that. Yeah. It's cool. Anyway, I thought that was neat. I'm glad that, that you were on board that the most important of all of those was Solitaire. Yeah. Although seriously, Mortal Kombat and Mario Kart are pretty great. Yeah. I mean, they all deserve it. Well, yeah. What was the third one? Colossal Cave Adventure. Oh, yeah, I don't know. The text adventure from the 70, from 75. I've never played it. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, sorry, more Star Wars stuff. It's funny. For someone who's not a big Star Wars fan, I have a lot of Star Wars news today. Go for it. So Peter Mayhew, the 
man who was Chewbacca died. Oh, he passed away. Yeah. Yeah, 70-something. Three. Yeah. Very sad. And then, um, but kind of fun, though, uh, on May 4th, Star Wars Day, Ubisoft made, uh, I believe, all the swords in For Honor lightsabers. Oh, in... in, um, I don't know if it was in tribute or if it was just out of Star Wars Day. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, for both. So great, We'll say for both. Right. Um, Anyway, so uh, I have, like, just three more little bits of news. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting. So um, apparently there's a video game that can detect early uh, stages of Alzheimer's. And um, this is from CNN. And it's basically a game that tracks... It, they're they're mazes, and it's be, apparently what they found out is that people with Alzheimer's or early stages of dementia or Alzheimer's tend to not be able to find the easiest way to get through a maze. Mm. Like for some reason or another, their brains take them the long way around. Oh, and they're starting to. That's like a new thing that they're starting to figure out, and apparently this game which i'm trying to find the name of it because it's lost oh it's called sea hero quest puts um people and it apparently is like the biggest alzheimer's studies there ever was is like 35 million people wow oh no no okay um, Twenty-seven thousand players between the ages of 50 and 75 but ended up with 4.3 million players um overall saying the largest dementia study in history wow and, uh, yeah, so they figured out, well, this is one of the key signs, and it's able to actually detect early stages of dementia and Alzheimer's in people who aren't showing any signs of it. That's crazy. That's exciting. Yeah, because of the way the brain is working and yeah. how, how it can work its way through a maze. And so I'm like, I need to fucking take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's but, that's um, that's exciting, and that, that would be actually, that would could help a lot of people. I mean, I know that... Like my family has a history, and I know that that your family does too. Yeah. So like, yeah, this that's certainly something that I would love to know. Yeah. So it's called Sea Hero Quest, and I think it's available on an app. I'm gonna just um repost this article, okay. but um yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's great. Well, did you see that today? This is all in massive quotey fingers. Detective Pikachu leaked. Oh, did you hear about this? The actual, all the, the whole film? So it's pretty fantastic. Um, Ryan Reynolds retweeted this thing going like, um, guys. Uh, and like, there's a YouTube video called like, Pokemon Detective Pikachu full movie or something like that. Uh-huh. Or full picture, I think it's called. And um, it's 102 minutes. And it starts up with all the normal uh, sort of, um, you know, intro logos, Warner Brothers, you know, the Pokemon company or whatever, uh, you know, legendary films. Um, and it has an R. Reynolds watermark in the upper left-hand corner. And it plays for, like, 40 seconds of, like, the normal movie. And then it cuts to the entire rest of that 102 minutes, which is a loop of Pikachu dancing. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Like, first off, it's such a great troll. and Because, like, also, like, this is a, like, fun fact out there. Um, so, like, on that, the burn-in that you see on that film is i believe almost exactly if not the same font of burn-in that like movies are sent to trailer houses with 
Okay. And so it's really funny because it does look like a very real legitimate burn-in, you know, of whoever they would assign this so to. So obviously which is Ryan Reynolds. this is official people that oh, this are is an official. This, this is an yeah. official, like, marketing gag. Yeah. And it's awesome. Um, and it's just also super cute because, like, I put up on my TV at work. So, like, while I was working, I could just look up and see Pikachu dancing. For an hour and a half. It was so cute. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm actually a little super excited about that movie. I've heard it's really good. Um, and like, I don't really have any real attachment to Pokemon, but I've heard it's just a good movie. And yeah. so I'm actually really curious. Despite your attachment to Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Or my lack thereof. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then last little bits of news, um, which one of them I'm kind of curious your thoughts on. Um, well, but first off, uh, Platinum, one of my favorite game developers, uh, they've decided, they've announced that they're going to start looking into self-publishing their games, which will make it so they own their franchises and they can start making more sequels because like you know they made vanquish which is absolutely incredible that game is so good and we aren't getting a sequel right now is it because they're making one they haven't announced it maybe but like it could also be that sega who owns that game because they published vanquish one they probably own the ip Mm -hmm. and are making it so they can't necessarily make a sequel you know similarly like if uh the Wonderful 101 was published by nintendo if nintendo doesn't want a sequel to the franchise that they now own Platinum doesn't get to make it. Right. And so, like, you know, like... Welcome to Half-Life 3. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, like Nintendo publishes Bayonetta, you know, and, like, their other game, like, their previous game was Nier Automata. Um, and so, like, they've always published games for other... Or uh, developed games for other people to publish. And so now they're talking about owning their own creations so they can make the sequels of the games they want to make sequels to. Yeah. Which I'm excited about that because I love Platinum. And they make good games. So. Hmm... I'm all for it. And do you have any more news? Yeah, and for some reason, the name of the game has skipped my mind. A zombie game by the people who did... Left 4 Dead. Did you see the fake... The fan-made Left 4 Dead 3? I did not watch the trailer because I read the headline that was like, this... You know, Left 4 Dead 3 trailer is very good and very fake. And I was just like, I'm not going to watch it then. Like, I, I don't want to be upset. Because it's there's a teaser a Left 4 trailer for a Left 4 Dead 3 without saying it's for Left 4 Dead, but it's definitely got all yeah. of the elements. And yeah, it had people guessing like, what the fuck is this? Are they actually, is the stew actually doing a third? Of anything? Of anything? No. No. No, they're not. They're not. Because so. yeah, Valve can't count to three. No, they can't. And they never will. Yep. But they know that. They'll stick to their guns on that. <laughs> um, are you off? Are you done with? I have one last bit of news. Oh, go for it. Because I have a sad bit of news. Oh, well. Should I do mine first? Uh, or I mean, should I end on a low note? Let's do yours first, then. I mean, mine, mine's a troublesome note, but troublesome is better than sad. Yeah, sad. So, Kentucky Dad charged with murder. You always have the death stories, don't you? After punching slash killing his baby over losing a video game. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Dude, you're not helping the cause. What an asshole. One-year-old son. Death of head injuries. Um, Yeah, and I forgot to even look what the game it was because I just... Fuck. Well, yeah. It's sad. That's very sad. I don't even think they said what game it is, now that I think about it. No, they well, didn't even name the game. That was a sad story. 
So I know you all love to hear the death stories from me. So there's another one. Don't punch your babies if you lose a video game because bad things happen. And you're going to go to jail for probably forever. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so Intellivision has a new console coming, which I did not know about. Um, But they are getting a new Earthworm Jim on that console. Which I love Earthworm Jim. Yeah. But like it's interesting though, and this is a similar sort of thing I think that a lot of people are having to deal with when it comes to the art versus the creator. Uh-huh. Um I'm reading more and more stuff that the creator of Earthworm Jim is kind of a problematic dude. I think he's I think like I'm not positive, I think he's transphobic and just generally kind of vocal and obnoxious about stuff. Really? Um, I believe. I uh, I I started looking into it and I just kind of was like I don't know if ignorance is bliss on this one or not, just because like I love Earthworm Jim, and I love uh, the um, Neverhood Ten Nepal. There you go. Yeah, that's his name. And like I love the the Neverhood series and like Skull Monkeys and I guess uh, Armacrog, which I never got a chance to play. Um, like he's made a lot of like worlds I like and characters I like, and so it's just a bummer because I feel like. That's one of those that like changes how I looked at the stuff I grew up with. And really how liked. how did you was this was in like a news article or yeah I want I think it was in a, a well in a Facebook group I was in um, when they announced that somebody posted about like generally what a slime bag he is and um, so I looked him up and it was just like oh yeah he's gone on a bunch of like I, I don't know kind of like Twitter tirades or. Or what? But he's definitely chimed in when he Oh yeah, didn't... Nepal is an outspoken conservative Christian who tends to poke the beard on social media. Yeah. Like, he definitely tends to kind of, you know, air his opinions, which aren't really going to garner him any new fans. But... That's really unfortunate, because I like Earthworm Jim. Yeah, me too. Like, and that's the thing, it's like, I love the Neverhood series so fucking much. And it's just like... You know, the Neverhood has a soundtrack that I used to listen to, like while I was just doing random shit all the time. So yeah, it's a, oh, it's a bummer. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the Neverhood was like a claymation series from the '90s um, that was super super neat, or rather, it was a game in the '90s. And then they made Skull Monkeys for the PlayStation One. It says this is a reporter from Polygon basically tried to get Earthworm Jim creator removed from the project for his conservative views and insinuate and insinuated he would tank the reviews. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Well, so yeah, anyway, that was the thing where it's like, it's troublesome news just because, yeah, like I hate to find out that somebody who makes stuff I really enjoyed is kind of a douche, the worst. Yeah. That's but. unfortunate, because usually creative types are actually really open-minded. Yeah. But not all of them. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and, and who knows? He might be a fine person. I'm just, sure he's not. You know? Because fine people don't I'm think like that. I'm trying to like be nice. That. I'm trying to be nice. Fine, fine people don't think like that. Yeah. Blurg. So. Lame. All right. Well, on to, like, happy news. <sighs> I gave you my happy news. No, crush of the week. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Onto like happier subjects. It's time for the crush. Crush of the week. Crush. 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 Ooh. Oh. Um. Do you want to go? Ooh. Oh. The key. <laughs> of the dragon. The crush. Ooh. 
<laughs> God, you could do that all day for me. <laughs> uh, go. Uh, mine? Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, no, uh, so mine is actually Captain Yuri from Marvel Spider-Man. Have you played that? I don't know her character from any of the comics or anything, um, but I really like her. She's like a no-nonsense, um, I think Japanese woman who's like the captain of the New York police. And I think she's a captain. And um, she's fucking awesome. Like she uses Spider-Man because of like his ability and like they have a relationship, but mm-hmm. like it's not this sort of like super friendly. It's kind of a little like, you know, a little like razzy, a little, not want to say antagonistic, but it's like a friendly sort of antagonistic, recognizing that they're both on kind of opposite sides of the situation and that he is a vigilante. But, like, she also knows that he's a good guy, but she can't totally play into that all the time kind of stuff. I don't know. And by the time the DLC is done, her character has gone through quite an evolution. But, I don't know, I really liked her. Um, she has had a really, like, strong way about her. And yeah. I, I enjoyed every scene she was in. Where I, was, I was like, I don't know what she's going to do next, and I like that. It says, in the comics, Yuri... Watanabe has appeared as a version of the vigilante Wraith. Okay, because I felt there had to be setting up something for her, but, like, I don't know enough of the comics for anything to actually, like, gel into anything at this point. Her first appearance was in The Amazing Spider-Man number 600 in September 2009. Crazy. Yeah. So... All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, she looks cool. Yeah, I really like her. I think she was she's very, very cool and a nice, strong female character, which is always nice to see. Yeah. How's about you? Well, as per typical me, I either Someone have... Someone from The Witcher? No. I either have the goth-looking girls or the blonde surfer boys. That's about all I have. <laughs> so this week... I am crushing on Samurai Showdown's Galford. Show me a picture. Who is the blonde mm. from the USA. The only character that's from the USA in Samurai Showdown. <laughs> God, I'm so typical. Typical Tuesday. You'll be like, oh yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I didn't play a lot of Samurai Showdown. No? I mean, I, I'm familiar with it, but I never really played a lot uh, of it. Oh, he has a dog. He has like a wolf Oh, dog. well, I mean, I love dogs. Oh, yeah. he looks like Strider. Kind of. Yeah, he looks like Strider, and who is also a crush of my week at one yep. point. You do have a type. I do have a type. And he's hot, he's blonde, he probably surfs on his dog. And <laughs> um, he wears like MC Hammer pants, which are fabulous. Yeah, those look super comfortable. Yeah. He has some cool, like, uh, just like air throw moves. He throws his dog at you sometimes. Okay, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's less cool. The dog's fine with it. Okay. Well, I yeah. guess the dog's cool with it. The dog's cool with it. The dog like, actually, I think, likes it. In Mortal Kombat, you can grab old people, like, from the background and throw them at people. Oh, my God. That's kind of magical. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just picture it. Um, and, uh, yeah, he speaks both Japanese and English. So oh, he's a bilingual man. Yeah. He's been around. Very worldly. So, um, yeah. He's my crush of the week. Hot blonde, baggy pants, saggy balls. No, wait. (laughs) And and a dog that he might throw at you. And a dog. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck when he throws at you. Uh, All right. All right. 
Um, so that's that. <laughs> I'm glad you all waited two weeks for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, uh, well, my, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Satine the Dream or on Twitch at Satine. <laughs> <laughs> or you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. We have, oh no. <laughs> Why are you covering your eyes, Rob? Are you embarrassed by me? <laughs> <laughs> uh we uh no. <laughs> uh you can follow <laughs> wow i can't focus okay <laughs> you can follow the podcast at bit podcast on twitter instagram facebook and youtube or you can send us an email at bit at gmail.com <laughs> now say the line thank you we have new episodes on wednesdays and would you kindly follow rate and comment in itunes and google play and smash that subscribe button in spotify you know on instagram i had somebody who actually hasn't tweeted us before or messaged us before saying hey i'm a fan of your show when's your next episode and i was like oh well We've been very busy for E3, but it will be this week. So here you go. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. As we like giggle through the last several minutes. That was like, wow, that was a mess. We're bad at this. Or so good that we don't have to care anymore. Oh, yeah. We're just having a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what matters. As always, lovely to see you. Love you. And lovely to talk to all of you. Yeah. And ciao. Bye-bye. Thank you.